Amen. Well, on Sunday, uh, the Lord had me minister on rest. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we talked about physical rest for the body, but we also talked about mental rest, rest for the mind. And what came to me, um, I actually had a different message uh, prepared for tonight, but uh, what came, kept coming to me was pressure. That word pressure, pressure on the mind, pressure on the mind. And so we're going to talk about having rest for your mind. We're going to kind of continue on in that avenue. But what to do when there's pressure on the mind. How many of you know when you are entering new seasons, uh, you, maybe you just had a baby or you just got married or you're entering um, uh, transition times, you know, where you're going from one season to another season or you're transitioning out of one area into another area you know during those times you can face pressure pressure on your mind even sometimes going through unknown things that you've never walked before Mm -hmm. you've never gone that direction before but you know that God told you to do it and you know when God gives you a word and he tells you to do something um, how many of you know the enemy will bring pressure your flesh will have pressure Uh, there'll be pressure on the flesh to quit. Um, How about when, you know, the Lord tells you, hey, you need to start tithing or, hey, I want you to walk in love with your spouse more. I want you to show them more love. Mm -hmm. And you start to do it and it doesn't look like you're, you're getting the results as quick as you thought you would, you know, and you're, you're tempted to give up and, and the enemy will put pressure on your mind and tell you, you should quit. This isn't working. You know, the enemy will always tell you the word doesn't work. He'll always tell you the word doesn't work and he puts pressure on us to quit. But we're not quitters. We're not quitters, River Church. You're not a quitter. Come on. God is on your side and he's going to get you through. And despite any pressure that you may be feeling, you can have peace right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of it because you know what God told you to do. You know what God said. Amen. And when you know what God told you, you can hold fast to his word because you know it's from God. You know he told you to do that. Amen. So I would like you to open your Bibles tonight if you have them to Philippians chapter 4. Praise the Lord. And we're going to minister tonight on staying in the peace of God despite the pressure. Amen. How many of you remember Jesus when he was in the boat and there came a great storm? And what was Jesus doing? The disciples, they were, they, they were in fear. They got anxious. They got worried. They said to Jesus, don't you care that we perish? You know, here we are. This, the waves are, are overlapping this boat. The, water, the boat is being filled with water. And here's Jesus. What's he doing? He's asleep on the boat. He's asleep. What was he? He was in rest. Despite the pressure, the storms, you can stay in rest. Because, you know, they had to get to the other side. Sometimes you're trying to get to the other side of something and you're right in the middle. You've headed off. The weather looks clear, right? Everything looks great. And you get into the middle of, of the, the, you're halfway to the end. And all of a sudden, here comes the pressure. Here comes the pressure trying to get you, turn around and go back. But Jesus is trying to get you to the other side. He's trying to get you. There's something over there that he has for you if you won't quit. If you will endure the pressure, 
you can have peace right in the middle of that storm. Amen. Because storms don't move us. Pressure ought not to move us. Amen. And so Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing. Praise the Lord. The Amplified says, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Don't have any anxiety. How many of you can say, I don't have any anxiety. I went my whole day. I didn't worry about anything. I didn't have any anxiety today. Praise God. Well, Paul's saying right here to the Philippians, don't fret. Don't have any anxiety. Not, Not even one little bit. Not even one little bit of worry. Amen. Praise the Lord. But in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. So here Paul's saying, be anxious for nothing. This is a command. Amen? Amen. It's a command. He's telling us, you are the understood subject in in this sentence. You are to be anxious for nothing. Amen? So we have to determine as faith people, as people of God, we have to determine not to allow anxiety into our lives. We have to be determined. You've got to know from the get-go, I'm not going to allow worry into my life. I'm not going to be an anxious person. You know, you can come from a long line of worriers. You know, I, I, I could come from a long line of worriers. I, I, I was coming from a long line of worriers, amen? But then, you know, when you get born again, The old man dies and you become a new creature in Christ. And in Christ, there's no worry. There's no anxiety about anything. Say anything. anything. Not one little thing. So we have to be determined not to be anxious, not to worry. How are we going to do that? We're going to recognize any kind of troublesome thoughts that come. When those little thoughts of worry come, we catch them right away. If you don't catch those thoughts and cast them down and answer those thoughts, what happens is one thought has a trail of a lot of other little thoughts that come with it. And at first it looks like it's just one thought and you start thinking about that one thought. But the next thing you know, there's a bunch of other little thoughts attached to that one thought. It's like the mama thought and it brought 20 babies with it. Right? And so we have to, to, we have to uh, be determined, I'm not going to be anxious. And if there are any thoughts, worrisome thoughts, anxiety, anxious thoughts, anything that would try and get me in fear or unbelief, I'm catching that thought. Yes. I'm closing the door to worry. I am determined this year yes. in 2021, yes. I will not be an anxious person. Yes. I will yes. not be a person full of fear and worry. I will not allow those thoughts to come into my life. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we are meant, we are meant in this new creation in Christ to never have a troubled mind. Praise God. That doesn't mean that troublesome thoughts won't come. It just means we know how to handle them. Amen. That we can have peace even when they try and come and fly around our head. We can close the door and say, not here. I'm not giving you any interest. Amen. So, so number one, in the midst of pressure, do not worry. Be determined 
not to be an anxious person. Amen. Why? You don't have to worry. You know what God told you to do. You know what God said. So if you know what God said, you're holding fast to what he said. And you don't have to worry because if God says something, it'll come to pass. If God told you to do something, then you ought to do it. Amen. If God told you to stop doing something, you don't have to worry about it. You just stop doing that. Amen. And there's peace there when you can rely on God knowing I've got his word. I know what he said and I'm following his word. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that means we don't have to be anxious about our family, our finances. Come on, your kids, your marriage, your job, your body. No anxiety, no worry. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, pressure, even though it comes, it's up to us to keep it at bay. Don't allow it inside of you. Keep it out here. Don't allow it to get in you. When the pressure gets in you, it starts to affect you. Amen. So keep it at bay. Keep it at bay. Just like that storm. That storm was swirling all around them. It looked like water was getting in. Well, water was getting in the boat, but it probably looked like to them they were going to sink. But see, they had Jesus in their boat. So they weren't going to sink. They were going to make it to the other side. So if even if you feel overwhelmed, some of you, I, I believe by the Spirit, you've been feeling overwhelmed. You've been feeling the pressure of life, the pressure of that new position, that new season you're in. And the word of the Lord to you tonight is, don't worry about it. Amen. Don't allow that pressure to get inside of you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Keep it at bay. Praise That's God. Good. Because we have to be skillful with dealing with pressure. Yeah. We're always going to face uh, pressure in our life at different times, at different seasons, moving into something new. You know, as I was preparing tonight and my whole message kind of changed, I was thinking about our building. You know, when you move into a new building or a new house, there's pressure. There's pre- there can come pressure on the mind. Okay, now you've got this payment you have to make. Now you've got to maintain this house, right? And that, and the, and you just have all these natural things that you know you have to do to take care of Uh, what God has moved you into. But you don't have to get in worry or anxiety about it. Hey, God brought me into this house. He is a full supply. He's got a full supply for me to pay this mortgage every month to uh, take care and maintain this house. Amen. Or the building that we're getting into. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So even though we may have to deal with pressure, we thank God. He's already given us an answer. Amen. We're not allowing it to get inside us. We are not going to get in worry and fear. When you start opening the door to worry, you're allowing that pressure to get in you. Amen. 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 So on Sunday, we talked about the woman with the issue of blood and how Jesus said to her, go in peace. Right. So this woman, she had this lifestyle. Uh, Twelve years she was trying to make things happen right? She was looking for answers here and there. She went from doctor to doctor and the Bible says her situation only grew worse. Amen. And, uh, but she found Jesus. She found Jesus. See, true peace, no matter what the pressures of life uh, come, no matter what they are when they come against you, true peace only comes from Jesus. And when she found Jesus, he said, go in peace. In other words, from here on out, you're going to live a lifestyle of peace. You, co- you have come to Jehovah Rapha. No, Je- well, he is the healer, but
but Jehovah Shalom, you're, you know, the God of peace. I've given you peace. Now go in peace. She found peace for her body, but she also, there was a peace for her mind there that she had to tap into. Amen. She, he said, go in peace. Praise the Lord. So River Church, whatever the Lord has done for you, those promises that he's given you, stay in peace. You're going to have to maintain your peace. And how do you do that? You keep the worry out. Yes. You keep anxiety. It has no place in your life. Uh, say no place. no place. Now, verse 6 of Philippians 4 says, In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Amen. So uh, number, number one, we said to uh, maintain peace, you have to be determined not to be an anxious person right? Be determined not to allow worry in. And number two, meet God with prayer and praise. Praise the Lord. You want to get rid of that pressure? Meet God with prayer and praise. Praise the Lord. Prayer and thanksgiving. With prayer and thanksgiving, we come to God and we let our requests be made known to him. Amen. Amen. You know, I think of Paul and Silas. They prayed, the Bible says. They did two things. They prayed Number one. And number two, they sang praises. Come on, here they were in jail. Talk about pressure on the mind. They had been obeying God, Mm -hmm. preaching the word out, you know, in public, preaching the word of God. And now they're thrown in jail. And I can imagine the pressure that was on their mind and their body. You know, the Bible says, it says that a multitude rose up against them. It wrote, there was not just a few people right. when they were out there ministering. A whole multitude. When the Bible says a multitude, that's a lot of people. Yeah. A whole multitude rose up against them. So let me just remind you of this, River Church. When you have one or two people speak against you, that's nothing. Right. Deal with the pressure. You can deal with that. Paul and Silas had a whole multitude come up against them in Acts chapter 16. And it says um, the magistrates, they were so upset with them, they rent off their clothes and they beat them. And it says many stripes were laid upon them. When the Bible says many stripes, there were many stripes laid upon them. They cast them into prison. They thrust them into the inner prison and they put their feet in, uh, in the stocks, right? So here they are, they're in jail. Now you can imagine the pressure on their mind. Not to mention the pressure on their body. They were just beaten yeah. with many stripes. Now they're, so their body is feeling pain. Mm-hmm. Say pain. pain. Their body's feeling pain. And then they're thrown into jail. And what do you think they see? They probably see uh, a prison, you know, rodent infested, I can imagine. Um, what about prisoners that had been there for a long time? What about prisoners? Here they are being thrown into jail. They're called to preach and teach the word of God. They're they're laying hands on the sick. People are being healed. They're doing the plan of God. Now they're thrown into jail and they're looking around, probably seeing a lot of people that have been there a long time. They can tell they've been there a long time. What do you think the enemy is going to say to them? You're going to be in here a long time. How long do you think you're going to be in here? It's going to be a long time. You know, when you are... Um, believe in God for things. The enemy will lie to you and he'll tell you it's going to be a long time. You're going to go through this a long time. Mm-hmm. You better answer that yeah. and say, no, no, no. 
God is on my side. If God be for me, who can be against me? And Paul and Silas, they knew God was with them. They knew that God was for them. Amen. So here they are. They're dealing with the mental pressure, the physical pain. And we know the story. What did they do? They started praying and they sang praises to God. Amen. You know, they didn't allow their mind to be troubled. A troubled mind won't speak up. A troubled mind won't answer back. A troubled mind won't start praising God. And a troubled mind doesn't go to the Lord. When you're in trouble, go to the Lord. When your mind is feeling the pressure, go to the Lord. Isn't that what Paul and Silas did? They started praying. The Bible doesn't say they started begging for God to deliver them. It said they started praying and they started singing praises to God. Amen. They needed peace right in the middle of that situation. There were times in the Bible where the disciples and the apostles, they needed peace. Just like you need peace. They were facing pressure just like you have been facing pressure. But we have these examples to give us an answer. Amen. And so they started praying and they praised God. What are they doing? They're putting their attention on the Lord. So in the middle of pressure, the enemy will come and he'll start pointing out circumstances and he'll show you, look at this situation and look what's happening. And it looks like it's getting worse. Now they've thrown you in prison. Look at these people. They've been in here for 20 years. They've never gotten out. You're probably never going to get out. And who knows what's going to happen now. And there goes the plan of God out the window. You know, who knows what thoughts that they were facing, but they had to keep their mind on Jesus. So they started praying and praising God. They knew who their redeemer was. Come on, River Church. You know, your redeemer is Jesus. He is the great deliverer. He is the great deliverer and he will deliver you every single time. If you'll keep your mind on him, if you'll go to the Lord when you need deliverance, don't go to social media. Don't go to, uh, to your friends or your family or, or, you know, start talking about it. Uh, the mountain with your, with your spouse, go to the great deliverer. He's done it before and he'll do it again. He's always ready to deliver you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So let's turn in our Bibles to um, Isaiah 26. So here we see Paul and Silas, they turn their attention to God. And that's what happens when you start to praise God. When you come to him, you're putting every circumstance aside and you're saying, I'm coming to the Lord. He is my answer. He is my peace in the midst of this pressure. He is my deliverer. Amen. And he's going to get me to the other side. And I don't have to be moved. You know, I love that Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. It showed we're not moved. We're not moved. moved. We know who our deliverer is. We know we were doing the will of God. We were following the plan of God for our lives. We know God is our great deliverer. And they put their attention on the Lord. I love that. What a great example to all of us when, you know, the Bible says that it was at midnight. You know, you may be facing something. It looks like it's the worst thing you've ever faced. It may look like your darkest hour and the enemy will come and tell you, this is your darkest hour. No one's gone through this like you've gone through it. He likes to magnify the problem you're in, the pressure you're facing, tell you you're the only one. I'm telling you, whatever you're facing tonight, there's been other people 
that have gone through the same things and they got to the other side yes, and they're living in victory right now. Amen. And I'm here to encourage you, no matter what pressure you're facing, you're getting to the other side. You just put your attention on God. Start praising God, thanking Him. Amen. Because you're determined, right? You're determined. I'm not going to allow anxiety. I'm not going to be an anxious person. I'm not going to allow anxiety to come in and get inside me anymore. And I'm going to start praising God and I'm going to start thanking Him for all that He's done. Amen. Now, Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, That will keep Him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on Thee. Praise the Lord. When we are facing pressure, when the pressures come on the mind, Jesus is saying, I'll keep you in perfect peace if you'll keep your mind on me. If you'll keep your mind stayed on me. That word stayed, it means to lean upon, to take hold of. It's not a passive word where I'm just, well, I'm just staying. It's an active word. I'm going to take hold of God. I'm going to take hold of his word. I'm going to take hold of the promises that he has given me for this year for my family and I'm not letting go. I'm taking hold of something. Have you ever seen a little one grab a toy and you're, you know, you're trying to let me, let me see the toy and they're holding on. They're not letting go of that toy. That's how you have to be with the word. I'm not letting go of this. This is mine. This is mine. It's like the little kid says, no, it's mine. And you see these little kids in there, they're fighting over this toy and they're holding, one's holding on like this because it's mine. No, you came into my house. You tried to take this, this toy. I don't share this toy. This toy is mine. They're holding on for dear life, right? That's how you have to be. That's how we all have to be with the word. I'm holding on. I'm taking hold of this and I'm not letting go. So that word means his, whose mind is stayed on Jesus. It means I'm not letting go. My mind is holding on to what the word says. My mind is holding on. It's not allowing other thoughts to come in. I'm only keeping my mind on Jesus and what his word says, what he said to me. I'm holding on to that. It's an active word. It's a word that requires us to get up and make some movement in the spirit. Make some movement. I'm holding on to this. And you're speaking God's word. You're declaring his word. You're thanking him and praising him that his word comes to pass. What are you doing? You're holding on to his word. Amen. You're putting your attention on him by putting your attention on his word. Praise the Lord. And he's provided us all with peace, but it's up to us. We have to make that move and hold on to him. Hold on to his word. Hold on to the words, the prophecies that he's given you over you, your children. River Church, God's given you some prophecies over your children. Don't get discouraged. Hold on to those words. Hold fast. Don't allow the enemy. He wants you to quit. He want, he's putting pressure on you to quit. It seems like things are getting worse. He's putting pressure on you about your body, even believing God for healing, you hold fast to his word. You hold on to his word. You keep his words in your eyes, your ears, and your mouth, and you hold on. Say, I'm not letting this go. This is mine. This is my word. I'm holding on. It's mine. It's mine. I know it's mine. And you get that kind of determined, because we're determined this year. We're not going to be anxious. We're not going to be in worry. So if you're determined to not be anxious or in worry, you're going to hold on to his word because you can't live a life free from worry without his word. That's good. Amen. 
You can't do it without the word of God. Amen. You can't pray and say, Lord, help me not to worry. That doesn't work because he's given you the answer. He says, keep your mind on me. Keep your mind stayed on me. Hold on to me. Hold on to my word and you will have perfect peace. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when my mind tries to take me someplace, because your mind will try and take you different places. Praise the Lord. It will. I turn my attention to Jesus. I take hold of him and his word. I reach my hand of faith out. I take hold of his word. I reach in and I draw out the joy in praise and worship. I'm drawing out what God has given me. He's given me his word. He's given me his joy. Come on, I can draw it out. I begin to worship him. I begin to praise him. I put my faith in action. I start expressing my faith in God. Why? Because I'm determined this year not to be a person of anxiety, not to be anxious, not to be fearful. Come on. We're determined. Why? Because those things steal from the plan that God has for us. And we can't allow the enemy to come in and steal from us anymore. This is the year you say, you're not stealing from me anymore. You might have not even realized that you have allowed anxiety or fear to come in. But it has, it has led you to make actions. You've made actions out of fear. You've made decisions out of yeah. fear. And the Lord says, no more making decisions out of fear. It's time to put that fear, anxiety, worry away. Yes. Stop worrying about your children. God will take care of them. Yes. He always does. He's so faithful. But you need to give it to Him. Mm-hmm. You need to stop trying to fix it all the time. You give it to the Lord and he'll give you wisdom. But there's a peace. There's a resting. In the middle of pressure, you can rest and be at peace. Amen. And God knows all the answers. So go to him and ask him. If you need wisdom for a situation, go and ask him for wisdom. But don't allow worry, anxiety to come in. Amen. Turn to the Lord. Put your faith uh, to to action. Start expressing your faith in God. Amen. Amen. Take hold of his word. Praise God. Walk in peace despite the pressure. Come on. Yes. You know, when a person has a baby, there's pressure on the body. That's right. There's pressure on the body when a person has a baby. When someone's giving birth to something, there's pressure. When you're giving birth to a new business, when you're giving birth to something new that God has placed in your heart, uh, when you're giving birth to the next step of the plan of God, the next phase, there will be pressure on you uh, mentally, it could be on you physically, but you can have peace right in the middle of that. Because a lot of times that pressure, it's pushing on you, but it's also, it's, it's giving birth to something, if I could say it that way. Amen. So pressure ought not to move us. We can be like Paul and say, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. Why? I'm determined. I don't have to live a life of fear or worry. I don't have to worry about anything because God is with me. I can praise Him and worship Him yes. knowing He's taking care of it. Yes. It's already done. And I'm not quitting. And River Church, you're not quitting. You're not a quitter. God did not create quitters. He called you to endure, to, to make it to the other side. But you got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Right. You got to keep your mind stayed on him. You have to hold fast to what he already told you. Some of you need to take out those words that God has given you. Oh, some of you have forgotten. You've forgotten about the words that God has given you. Go back, find those words, print them out, 
put them in front of your eyes so you can see what did the Lord say? When the pressure comes, you're going to need to know what did the Lord say? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, you can't do it in your own strength. Say amen. amen. You know, with your own positive thoughts. You can't get in peace and stay in peace with positive thoughts. The Word is what sets you free. You're holding on to the Word. I'm holding on to the Word. Amen. I'm not holding on to any other thing. It's the Word that sets us free. It's the Word that gives us the peace through the pressure. It's not another religion. It's not positive thinking. It's not uh, a New Age process. Jesus said, you'll, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Knowing the truth, what's the truth? His Word, His Word. No other method will offer you peace of mind. No other method will offer any of us uh, a peace of mind. They're temporary. They're decoys of the truth. The real truth is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. There aren't multiple ways to God. There aren't multiple ways to get peace. It's only Jesus. He said, keep your mind on me. Keep your mind stayed on me. He didn't say, keep your mind stayed on Buddha. He didn't say, start doing yoga so you can be at peace. Right. He didn't say, start doing these new age practices. Yeah. Yeah. These are all, uh, they're all um, oh, counterfeits. Right. They're counterfeits. And the enemy would rather you go to these things than go to Jesus. Because he knows there's nothing there. He knows those things can't set you free. These alternative ways of finding peace that, you know, the world, they're out there and they're looking for ways to find peace. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's all these new things. But I'm going to tell you what's been, uh, what's been from the beginning of time. It's God and His Word. On, so <laughs> it's God and His Word. There's nothing new. There's no new age process, no positive thinking. It's God and His Word. I'm holding on to His promises because there's nothing else that will set me free. And I refuse, I refuse to look to any other, um, any other religion or way or exercise that's going to give me peace yeah. because it's not. So you need to watch out for those things because they're out there and they speak. Yeah. Praise the Lord. But Jesus said, keep your mind on me. Keep your mind on me. Amen. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus. Amen. That means hear about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Talk about Jesus. Amen. Meditate on him and his words. What does that word meditate mean? Mutter it to yourself over and over. Praise Jesus. Magnify him. Keep your mind on him. You're looking to him. You're not looking to anything else because nothing else will provide the peace that we need. Amen. Amen. He is the peace. And you can't shake off anxiety, worry, or fear through a bottle, through forms of entertainment. Well, I just need another vacation. Uh, I need more friends. I need to go somewhere. Or you know what? I'm going to keep myself busy. I'm going to keep some of us. We can try and avoid um, the pressure by keeping ourselves busy. And that's a dangerous place to go. Because when you're too busy, you're too busy, you're busy, busy, busy. Yeah. God's trying to speak to you. He's always trying to talk to us and show us things. But when we're too busy and we think, well, I'm avoiding the pressure. No, you're avoiding the, 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 the voice of God usually if you're too busy. Mm -hmm. Things get all jumbled. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. What did Jesus say in Matthew 11, 28 through 30? I will read it to you. He said, come to me. Come to me. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And what did he say? I will give you rest. Not Buddha. Not Muhammad. Not yoga. Not more entertainment. Not staying busy. Like I stay busy, I'll keep my mind off of things. No, come to Jesus. Come and get some peace. Because once the busyness stops, your mind is still going to be going. If you're lacking peace, it's because you haven't come to him like you should. Because he will give you rest. You're, you need to put, we need, all need to put our mind and keep it on him. Amen. Yeah. Come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, I'm gentle, lowly in heart. You'll find rest for your soul. Don't we love rest? Yes. Don't we love rest? Amen. Now, we're still in Philippians 4, right? Do we need to go back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 7? And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. I love that. That word guard, it means to be a watcher in advance. It means to mount guard as a sentinel or like a soldier. It means to uh, protect by a military guard. I love this. To prevent a hostile invasion. When you keep your mind on the Lord, when you're keeping your mind on Jesus, you're holding on to his word. You're, you're um, rejecting anxiety and worry and fear, and you're, you're not allowing those things to enter. When you're putting your mind on him, and you're coming to him with prayer and thanksgiving, and you're telling him what's going on, and you're just, Lord, I'm giving this to you. When you're doing that, that word guard uh, means that that peace will guard the wrong things from coming in. That peace, it's, it acts as a guard to prevent a hostile invasion. You know, the enemy would like to come in with a bunch of thoughts and try and invade your thought life. He wants to invade your thought life. He wants to keep you thinking wrong. He wants you to think wrong about God, think wrong about His Word. He wants you to have doubt and unbelief. But that peace that comes from God... It says the peace of God, not peace from something else. The peace of God guards your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So that peace of God, it guards you. It prevents a hostile invasion. Come on. It prevents a hostile invasion coming in, trying to take over your body and your mind. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We see the peace of God. It stands like a guard at the entrance to your heart and to your mind. Stands like a guard. Amen. And if we allow that peace of God to work in us, it will say yes to the right things. And it'll say no. It'll block out anything that would try and access our mind and our heart. It's important that we have peace as a guard. That's why it's important to keep our mind stayed on Him. To hold fast to His Word. It's His Word. It's His Word that's a guard to our life, that protects yes. us. Amen? We can't go to other things. There are many people that are looking for peace, and they're going to all these different religions. And Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. Yeah. The reason you keep, we keep having to look for peace is because we're not going to Jesus like we should. Yeah. We're going to other things. Christians, you know better. Yeah. You know better. God wants you. He says, come to me.
Come to me. Amen. And then verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, noble, whatever things are just, pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report. I love that part. You can underline that. If there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on these things. Come on. So here we read, we, we read where, where uh, Paul was saying, you know, come to the Lord. He says, uh, don't have any anxiety about anything, you know, determine. I'm not going to be an anxious person, right? And then he says, you come to God with your prayer and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to him. You're letting him know, Lord, this is bothering me. I'm coming to you with prayer. Lord, I thank you, Father, you're taking care of this. And I'm praising you that you're working, right? And then we talked about you're keeping your mind on him. You're holding fast to his word, right? And then we get here and Paul says, finally, after you've done these things, think on, meditate on these things. Uh, things that are of a good report, mm -hmm. that are noble, that are, that are true, that are pure. Mm -hmm. you do all, if you do all the aforementioned items that we just talked about, but you don't think on right things, mm -hmm. things that are pure, lovely, noble, of a good report, then your peace goes out the door. Yeah. Then your peace goes out the door. The Lord's telling you, finally, do this thing. Think on right things. Meditate on the Word. Meditate on things that are of a good report. Amen. What you feed on, read about, watch, listen to, it all affects your mind. Yep. It all affects your level of peace. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, we want to be people who respond right. Yeah. We always want to respond right. We want to respond with peace. If we are reacting, mm -hmm. then we aren't allowing peace to be our guard. Mm -hmm. We've let the guard down somewhere. We've allowed the enemy um, to either bring thoughts of doubt, unbelief, worry. You know, we've, we've opened the door somewhere. We've allowed the enemy in. We ought not to be reactors, but we ought to respond in peace. Amen. And so I guard. I know that whatever comes into my life, it affects my mind, and it will affect the level of peace that I live in. Yeah. And so I guard what I feed on because I know that it affects my thought life. I know that it affects my thought life. You can't think you're strong enough to take in the world, to feed on the world, and think it won't affect you. That's a lie from the enemy. Telling you, oh, you can watch that this time. You can listen to this. It, it, it won't bother you. Only this one time it won't hurt. That's the enemy. Didn't God say to Adam and Eve, did God say you couldn't eat this tree? Is that, that's the, the M.O. of the enemy. Well, did God really say that? Yeah. You know, did God really say you couldn't watch that rated R movie? Did God really say that, you know, whatever he's told you, whatever the enemy tries, he'll, he'll, always, he'll always try and get you to doubt what God said. Yeah. Oh, did God really say? It doesn't matter if you watch a little bit of that, listen to a little bit of that, read this. Mm -hmm. But you got to check in your spirit. Mm -hmm. you got to check in your spirit. You need to follow that leading. Amen. 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 Philippians 4, 8. He told us exactly what to think on. He told us exactly what to feed on. Yes. If it's pure, honest, lovely, good report, come on. Yeah. That's all I'm going to put before my eyes, in my ears. I'm holding on to what God said. I'm taking hold of his word. I'm keeping 
my mind stayed on him. I'm holding fast to his word. Amen. And then it says in verse nine, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. So even in the midst of pressure, the things that we've just talked about, if you are a doer of the word, you will have the peace of God. You know, it's not enough for us just to hear what was ministered tonight because we all hear the word a lot. Praise God. We are so blessed. Amen. Amen. It's not enough to just hear though. We have to be a doer. We have to do these things. You know, Paul said, do these things that you've learned and received and seen in me. Do them. And then the God of peace will be with you. Amen. So River Church, I want to encourage you. Be a doer of what you heard tonight. You can do it. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Amen. You're a doer of the word. Say, I'm a doer of the word. Amen. Be a doer and his peace will be with you. Amen. You'll walk in peace. And despite the the pressure that's uh, pressing in on you, you can walk in perfect peace. Despite that new season you're walking into or or the new business that you've opened or uh, the transition that you're in right now, it doesn't matter. You can stay in perfect peace with your mind stayed on him. Amen. Do we receive what we heard? Because Paul said, receive it. Receive it. You've learned it. Now receive it. Amen. And the God of peace will be with you. Praise the Lord. So we can be doers of what we received and live a life of peace. Amen. Not allowing trouble to trouble our minds. Amen. Praise God. So I'm going to go over the five things we talked about tonight. When you start feeling the pressure, mm-hmm. number one, determine. First of all, River Church, I'm not going to be an anxious person. Right. I'm not going to allow worry to come into my life. I'm going to catch those thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's how you determine to not be an anxious person. Be aware of what you're thinking about. Catch those thoughts and you refuse them. You reject them. You answer them back. That's not my thought. I refuse to fear. I refuse to worry. Amen. Number two, come to God. Not not something else, not another religion, but come to God with prayer and praise. Tell him what's on your heart and start praising him. Just like Paul and Silas, they started praising God. What were they doing? They were keeping their mind on him. Number three, keep your mind on Jesus. Fix your mind on him. Hold on to the words that he has given you. Amen. Number four, think on the right things. Once you've done these other three things, we have to continue to think on the right things, to think and meditate on his word. Amen. To meditate on his word, to think on his word, praise the Lord, and then to be a doer. Number five, be a doer of the word of God. What you've heard tonight, be a doer of it. And then the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. We already have peace. He's already provided it for us. We just have to receive it. And what we, what we ministered on tonight, just a few, a few steps that we can do to walk out that peace. Amen. So River Church, despite any kind of pressure that you're going, to, going through, don't be moved by the pressure. Don't be moved by pressure on the mind. Don't quit because, oh no, I feel the pressure. Oh no, I don't know what's going to happen. No, pressure comes. It'll come at different seasons in your life, but that doesn't mean it moves us. And it doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing. 
You can walk though in the peace of God as you're, as that pressure is, you know, pushing in on you. You can walk out the peace of God, stay in perfect peace, despite any kind of pressure, despite the circumstances. You know, that was the life of Paul. Despite everything that happened to him, the shipwrecks, the beatings, being put in jail, being bitten by a snake, uh, you know, the sufferings that he went through. He said, none of these things moved me. He was in peace because he kept his mind on God. He praised God. He knew that God was his redeemer. Amen. And despite the pressure, you too can walk out that same peace. Amen. I want to pray with you tonight and um, just believe God, you know, for, for that, um, the peace of God. Just to be in agreement with you for peace to uh, come in wherever you are. There's no distance in the spirit and to uh, bring peace to your mind, you know. Um, I'm going to pray with you tonight, but I gave you those steps and, and I want you to start doing those things and you'll start to see, uh, experience the peace of God like we ought to. Amen. Father God, we just come to you tonight, Lord. I lift up every person watching tonight, Father, and I thank you, Father, for the answers we received from your word tonight. And I declare the peace of God over their minds. I speak peace to their bodies. I speak peace to them. In Jesus' name. Bodies, you line up with the Word of God. You be healed and whole right now from the top of your head to the very soles of your feet. We speak healing right now. The healing power of God. It drives out all sickness and disease. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for that healing power that's working right now. Working right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. For your healing power. Yes, I thank you, Father. Someone you've been battling a headache and the, the healing power of God, just receive it. Say, I receive the healing. For those headaches, they have to go. They're going right now, right out the door. Power of God is going right in to where you're at. Just receive it tonight. We thank you, Father. Yeah. Some of those headaches are related to worry, being anxious. So you got some answers tonight. You're going to say, nope, I refuse to be an anxious person. I refuse to worry. I refuse it. And you say, I receive my healing. Healing is mine. Receive, receive what he has provided for you. Amen. Well, we love you, River Church. We're so glad you've joined us tonight. And God's doing good things. Amen. Be a doer of the word and you'll be blessed. We love you and we'll see you on Sunday.